Well, hello everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast, week three. And the series is called Kingdom Leadership Tests. And if you haven't downloaded the book yet, I would encourage you to do so. Dudley Daniel wrote another amazing book, Building an Apostolic Culture. It's available free of charge, downloadable from the ncmr.net website or the NCMR app. Just look under their book resources. This is from section two, which is called From Bethlehem to the Temple, all about David and the, trans- the, the stages of his leadership preparation getting him ready to be king. And what's happening right now, your leadership training is not just what happens at a conference or your leadership training course. No, no, God is training you. And he's using the situations of your life right now to prepare you to walk as a leader in the call of God for your life. And if we don't realize it, then sometimes we can fail these tests and they're so important to God that he won't promote you until you've dealt with it. And so you'll go round and round the mountain until you do pass it. And so we've looked so far, from Bethlehem, that that's uh, where David was born. That's where he was faithful in obscurity. When he was just a shepherd boy, the youngest kid out there in the field, and yet he faithfully was killing lions and bears and looking after the sheep. So God promoted him. Then we saw how he'd uh, been brought into the palace. Then the king turned against him. Now he's hiding in the cave of Adullam. He's discouraged because things are not going. It's unfair, unjust, yet... In the midst of that, he trained up these 400 men. He was faithful to what God called him. And so God now promotes him to Hebron. And uh, this is called Hebron Faithful in Victory, which is a really interesting one. 2 Samuel 2 verse 1, in the course of time, David inquired of the Lord, shall I go up to one of the towns of Judah? He asked. The Lord said, go up. David said, where shall I go? To Hebron, the Lord answered. So Saul has now died and David is now, he's free. He's no longer on the run. He goes into one of the established towns of uh, Jerusalem. And then verse number four, then the men of Judah came to Hebron and there they anointed David king over the tribe of Judah. Clearly, this is a success moment. Remember, God has called him to be king of all Israel, but now he's walking into success. King of Judah. This is a big start. And so uh, Dudley Daniel wrote this, when David moved to Hebron, the tribe of Judah came together to make him king. By this time, the motley crew that had led that had led had become a disciplined army and he continued to enjoy victory in battle. Sometime later, all the tribes of Israel came to David in Hebron, where he was crowned as king of the entire nation. One could say that his victory was complete, but now that he was victorious, he had a new test to face. And sometimes when you are victorious, the devil comes to test you and God allows the testing in order that you can see whether you will stand, will still be faithful, even though everything is going well for you at that point. Now, what I've discovered in my life, if I can be a bit vulnerable for a while, is sometimes these are even more dangerous times. I found in my life personally, when when, uh, I'm going into battle, when I'm going on a ministry trip, when I'm preparing, I'm praying, I'm waiting on God, I'm dealing with fears, I'm desperate for God. and, And in some ways, those are the stronger times. I've realized sometimes after you've had breakthrough, when I'm coming back from a trip, when things have gone well, where, where there's been a sense of victory, that was epic. Those can sometimes be the most dangerous times of all. Because in some ways now, you're not praying as much. You're not as desperate for God. God has come through. You've tasted. It's been great. Those can be the times when sadly so many people bomb out. Sadly, so many pastors, they reach what they always aspire to. The church is going well. They've broken through. That's often the time they fall into sin, immorality. In the business world, you've been laboring to get your business. Now that it's successful, that's sadly when so many people, they taste victory and instead of being faithful in victory so that God can multiply to success, they trip up themselves up. So 
Often the struggles leading to victory keep us close to God, but when things are happening and breakthrough has come, we can take our eyes off the Lord. This is the stage where sadly so many pastors and leaders fall into temptation and sin. So one of the things I've discovered that has been super helpful in staying faithful in victory is recognizing that it's God's gift in you that brings victory, not you. Now, this might sound a bit strange, but for me, it's made a big impact. I remember John Maxwell using this as an illustration once. John Maxwell is a, was a pastor who's a leadership coach, author, speaker. He's an incredible communicator. And he tells a story of one day as he, he stepped off the stage. There was thunderous applause. People were just standing, cheering. And as he sat down, whether it was his dad or one of his mentors, leaned across to him and said, John, just remember, they, they're clapping for your gift, not you. And I love that because in some ways that, that grounds us when we realize it's, it's God's gifting that brings us victory. It's, it's not us. We're not that good. We'll never be that good. We'll never be able to bring about the victory. It's God's gracious gifts in our lives that bring us victory. And so much of this is, is we just as dependent. We need to live constantly in that place of dependence on God. It's not us. We have never arrived but rather God gives us a taste of victory at times, a taste of breakthrough to see if we're ready for more. And so this is the big challenge that I want to, uh, to really put before you today. What challenges me so much from the story of David is knowing that Hebron and king over Judah was not the ultimate plan that God had for David. I love the fact that he was first made king of Judah, victory, before he was made king of all Israel, he was first crowned in Hebron before he went to the city of David, which became Jerusalem. And I'm asking you that question. Can we realize that sometimes what we think is we've arrived? No, in God's eyes, that could just be a staging area. God could have so much more. God could have so many greater victories, so much more promotion, so much more inheritance. But you've got to face this test first. When I give you a taste of victory, will you stay faithful? And sadly, I think we, we cut off, we limit, we get a little bit of victory instead of great victory because we fail the test at this point. So God had called David to Jerusalem to be king over all Israel. It was as if he allowed David this smaller measure of victory to see if he would pass the faithfulness test and be ready for greater success. The victory you may be walking in right now may be just a small test before much greater victories. But the greater victories are dependent on passing this test faithfulness. I love someone said the other day, the highest compliment God could pay a man or woman on earth is they are faithful to God, faithful to God, continuing no matter what the season, good, bad, success, discouragement, staying faithful to God. So here's some questions I'd love you to ponder. Number one, in what areas of your life could be personal, financial, career, ministry, etc. Have you seen victory? Let's talk about some of those successes. In what areas have you seen victory? Then number two, did those victories change you? Have you been as faithful in victory as you were in the struggle? I'd love you to ponder and think of that for a moment. And then question number three, what could you do better to ensure that you stay faithful in victory so that small victories will lead to greater success? This is a huge test, the first test in Hebron. There's another Hebron test coming next week, but this is big. Let's not let small victories keep us from stepping into greater victories. Hope it's helpful. So once again, thanks for joining me and looking forward to chatting again next week. God bless and bye for now. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.